Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Coming up on TMS, a priest, a mountain biker, and 14 ibbits walk into a bar. Why was your battle cry shit on me? Don't toss grandma off a bridge. Words you never want to hear your mother say. What is bukkake? <laughs> the nut part is emphasized. <laughs> that's a poor you that's need- a poor order we put those in, those two. But anyway, <laughs> that's fine. Hey, you need a permit to spread, uh, spread grandma. <laughs> Quarter cocked caravan of cars. It's a tarp. <laughs> Park icon is not to scale. No scratch, just half a bush. In Soviet Russia, tell a nut you. The 80s creeped up my butt and stayed there. I only watched the games for the nostril hair. Attracting no drama magnets. Making things with Bill and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Look at you. You're a wreck. You stink. You can barely keep your eyes open. Behind it is your secret money pocket for coins, pictures, secret stuff. The Morning Stream Space Rock Good morning everybody, welcome back to TMS Or to it for the first time This is TMS for Monday, June 21st, 2021 Hey, it's a 62121 Woo! <laughs> and it's episode 2132 so there's something there's oh there's another 21s. 21 yeah we got 21s yes. everywhere my son is everybody 21. buy a lottery ticket that's right uh everyone can drink Perfect. now we're all drinking play some blackjack yeah sure. uh welcome back to the show everybody i'm scott that's brian brian you're back you're back from your trip i'm back back from uh family reunion mem- grandparent memorial tacular ah whoa <laughs> that sounds like a party every every few inches how did it go though? Like uh, overall, would you say it was a you know a nice uh, coming together of the of the family and the whatnot? Very, very much so. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know maybe, and, and it's funny because I didn't I didn't see this happen, but apparently there were there were a couple little spats or tiffs or whatever mm. JPEGs tiffs, uh, <laughs> little LZW compression on them. Um, but we I didn't I wasn't uh, aware of them, didn't see them or anything like that. But for the most part, I mean. For, from my perspective, the uh, an event like this that can be the refrigerator that tracks all the drama magnets yeah. was drama free. That awesome. it was a uh, a stainless steel refrigerator that attracted no magnets. So oh. there's some kind of refrigerator you can't put magnets. on. Right, I think it's uh, what uh, aluminum, non aluminum. They don't make fridges out of aluminum. I don't know. Somebody would claim that COVID makes them stick to it anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's right. Does your fridge have the vaccine? It's magnetic. (laughs) Well, that's good. I, you know, I respect the family get together where their drama is at a minimum. Uh, 
Yeah. So. Well, let me, and, and I guess I'll clarify. Uh, interpersonal drama was at a minimum. Right. Was there still drama and excitement and, and uh, thrills and action and <laughs> stuff to keep you on the edge of your seat? Well, certainly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Give me an example. Uh, I'll just segue right into it. Um, so here's the deal. I mean, basically we went up to Glenwood Springs. This is hot springs, um, uh, town, a town built around some hot springs that, um, also heat up this pool. Technically the pool gets cooled down so people can get into it because yeah. it comes out of the hot springs at such a high temperature. Sure. And uh, it's a ginormous pool, a hundred thousand gallons, 170,000 gallons or something is uh, what it says on the sign. It's like a, a city block, a pool the size of a city block. Okay. And um, as a kid, uh, my grandmother, uh, who passed away last year, uh, used to bring us up here all the time. And so we thought, well, this will be a great place to get the family all together. We'll rent a an Airbnb or VRB or whatever, and uh, enough room for 15 of us. And, um, and then we can get together as a family, play some board games, cook burgers outside on the grill, tell stories around a campfire, go swimming one day, go check out the town another day. Sure. And 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 lastly, spread the ashes of both my grandmother and my grandfather who passed away many more years ago, but we have his ashes and figured, well, let's spread both of them together since they both liked coming up here. Oh, that's interesting. Sorry. So you held on to those. I guess you just she held on to them and then We just okay. had them. Got yeah. It. They yeah. they rolling around in the in his trunk for the last a few years uh he never took him out no i'm just kidding sure. <laughs> <laughs> in a much more sacred place just out the back of the truck sure. anyway so uh took took both of them up there now um as is typical with that side of the family yeah. uh i won't say that they never have a plan but let's say that they just play everything kind of fast and loose kind of off the cuff sure um spontaneous <laughs> yeah, and uh, we really didn't have a a set plan as far as where we were going to uh, disperse the ashes. Sure, um, a lot of places it's illegal, right? You can't just go to a park. Oh, I wonder. Grow, I wondered about that. I guess it is illegal if you're. Well, I know, I'm sorry. I guess it makes sense that there would be places where it was illegal, but I've never. Yeah. I would never think of it ahead of time. I would just be like so solemn about the process. I'd just be running out there with the ashes, not really thinking about what the you know what the locals care about right. whether the you know right. my remains are there or not but exactly yeah. yeah so we you know we were we were considerate of that but still uh we were probably expecting that we were going to be dispersing them in a place that was not legally <laughs> <laughs> dispersable right right um so we decided this would be our our saturday uh event and what we do is uh, George and I would get up early. We'd go do a 20-mile bike ride down to Carbondale. Okay. And then we'd get back. We'd make sandwiches. We'd go to uh, – we'd find a nice uh, park next to the Roaring Fork River. We'd say a few nice things. We'd disperse the ashes. And then the group some, – some, some groups of the uh, family would go up to Adventure Park, which is this amusement park at the top of this mountain that kind of overlooks the Glenwood Valley. Yeah. Uh, some people were going to go on a hike. Some people were going to go into town to go shopping. And then we'd all get back together, uh, grill uh, or cook uh, pizza, and then eat on the back deck. Sure, sure. Um, 
we really didn't have an, you know an idea of where the park was, and we looked along the river and thought, well, here's a couple nice options. The previous day, though, my mom uh, met somebody, talked to somebody in town when she was shopping. While we were all at the swimming pool, my mom went shopping. She met somebody, and, and I don't know how the conversation went from, oh, that's a nice but keychain you've picked out to where can I throw my mother's ashes? But somehow the conversation went there. Wow. And uh, he's a local. He said, Oh, well, you know, um, where I've told my kids, I want my ashes dispersed is uh, an RV park next to a river. There's actually this really beautiful spot. It's not in an RV park. It's like on the river, but it's a, uh, a park next to the RV park. And you just look for the sign off of, the uh, the Highway 82 that says RV. Oh, gotcha. You can't yeah. miss it. It's a beautiful location. Yeah. So she relays this to us, and we kind of go off uh, half-cocked without any plan. Quarter-cocked, probably, would be the better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fully in, fully in loaded caravan, with the, the dust of your grandparents. All the dust of our, four, of, our, of our elders. Yeah. Uh, in three cars, in a little, a little caravan of cars. Yeah. Um, High speed funeral. Oh yeah, <laughs> procession. Heck yeah. It's e- it's easier so, when you don't have a freaking uh, uh, hearse. It's a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now everybody can maneuver a couple SUVs and a and a Versa. Sure. A Chevy, a little Chevy Versa. Mm-hmm. So we we make our way down the highway. We see. All right. Well, there's the turnoff for Carbondale. He said it was on the Carbondale Road. We we make a turn there. Yeah. And we look and say, well, there's there's an RV park there. And there's a river down there. All right, let's go through. So we we go through the RV park and get to the end of the RV park, and there's no way to get down to the down to the uh, the water. Oh. Um, so woman standing out by her car. Um, we wave her over. We we tell her you know we're looking for the way to get down to the river. Sure. She doesn't understand a word we're saying. She calls out her daughter who speaks a little English. We say you know hey we're trying to get down to the water and she says oh no no, uh, you need to get back on the highway and then go you know where you can turn around and then you turn and then as you come back look for a red star and go under the red star. And we're like oh my god is she gonna is she directing <laughs> us to a Texaco what's going on is. You know, <laughs> Yeah. So we uh, so we decide we we hop back in the car, and at this point my uncle says, you know, we saw a bunch of really nice parks when we were on our bike ride this morning. Let's just go to one of those. And sure. and I say, yeah, okay. There's the there's the one you know, off of the street that was right next to the water. Um, you lead. So we let George lead. Swap swap the cars around. He goes leading. Got it. We get down to this this area where there's this bridge. We're going to walk down to the river. Oh, no, on both sides where you, where you could walk. It's private property. We can't get down to the river, and we don't want to just toss our ashes off the bridge. It's like, okay, well, uh, how about uh, these, this other place that we saw? I pulled up Apple Maps and found a, a park um, right on the Roaring Fork River. I said, okay, I'll lead this time. Yeah, Brian's <laughs> so in charge. Swap- Everybody get behind Brian. Let's go. Swap the cars around again. I take us down this road that says no outlet again through this, this nice area of these houses on every side. We get to the place on the, on Apple maps where it shows, uh, what is it called? Barber's Gulch park. Yeah. And it is, it is a bench, uh, on a bridge <laughs> over the river 
between four houses, two houses on either side on both sides of this the street. I love it. It's just a, like a crappy little uh, nothing park, but it's on the map as if it's like a significant thing. <laughs> right, right. The uh, the little icon uh, far bigger than the actual park itself. That's great. Okay, that's awesome. <clears throat> and and so I've got everybody behind me, and I'm just thinking, oh my god, I'm gonna have to make everybody turn around again. And this is a one lane road, like a very narrow one lane road. We get all the way to the end to this this house that has like a, a you know some artist lives there and they've got this velociraptor made out of car parts or something and so we have to kind of do a five point turn in the driveway but we have to communicate with each other and we're kind of doing a little bit of it via text but we're also doing the uh, the cop communication which is you know one car turns around comes back towards we roll down our driver's side windows and say alright well uh, this this uh, this road is a bust uh, is what great. else you got I love it I love it now at this point uh, my niece, Madeline, says, oh, well, okay, why don't we go back to where we turned off the road for Carbondale? There was a trailhead and a road that went up to the mountains. Uh, Grandma always liked the mountains. Let's find a spot up there. We'll we'll um, do the the, uh, the disbursement up there. Great, no problem. So this, this is now our sixth U-turn. <laughs> That's a lot. It's a lot of U-turns. Yeah. More than more than you'd like to, to make like, typically, right? You'd like to make none, but you know we'd like to make none. We'd like sure. to you know go out one one thing, but we're doing this as a family, and we're laughing because all we can do is imagine our grandparents in their boxes saying, "Oh my God, just throw it. We just don't we don't care. Throw us in a field. Yeah, hold it out the window and drive fast. Everything will be fine. <laughs> but, not, but not in this horrible RV RV park, please. Yeah. So we we start making our way back up to, to uh, where we got on the Carbondale Road and then we go past the trailhead and we're going up the mountains and Maddie's leading us in her little Chevy Versa. Yeah. Two SUVs full of people behind her and uh, she's mapping it out. <laughs> but because we go through a dead zone, yeah. the place where it says, here's where you're going to want to turn right up this other steep gravel road, mm-hmm. she goes right past it. And then she realizes, she goes, like, she comes out of the dead zone, her phone says, oh, you missed it, you turn and and go up that gravel road. Yeah. Uh, Nissan Versa, sorry, not a Chevy Versa. So she <laughs> she says, okay, well, we're going to have to U-turn yet again. And she goes to the side of the road, and she goes a little bit too far to the side of the road. Uh-oh. And there's a little bit of a, a gully, like a like a ditch. Yeah. And her car kind of goes a little bit sideways and, and uh, she has everybody kind of get out of the car. She's like, well, you know, I'll be able to still turn around, but there's a rock right in front of me. So I don't want to do it right away. Like I want to get everybody out of the car. Yeah. We're all pulled over to the side and, and somebody goes up and says, are you all right? She's like, yeah, I just I need, we needed to do a U-turn. So. So chat room, I'm now showing you a photo of this car <laughs> over overlaid on Brian as he describes this. So so this is before this got worse, I assume. She's let everybody yes. out of the car. Okay. Yes. All right. Is it's that her, okay, by the well, way, real quick? Is that her in the pink pants and the in the dark? Uh, uh, let me see the photo you're putting up. I um, think uh, if it's the photo I'm thinking of, she's the she's on the far right of the uh, yes, black shirt, pink pants. That's her. Okay, all right. She's very calm looking. She looks like she's got to work. You know, she'll work it out. Yeah, she's got a plan. Yeah, that's yeah, that's funny. Yeah, okay. uh, calm right there. Uh, <laughs> that she'd been out of the car for a few minutes. Sure, sure. Uh huh. I understand. So then she backs up, and at that point, the car slides oh, no. further into the ditch, into the gully. At this point, it's like at a forty-five degree angle, and it's leaning on a. 
a bush. Like if there were if there were one more sandwich in the cooler in that car, it would have pushed the bush over. And in that gully were two huge rocks yeah. that if this thing were to go over, one of those rocks would have gone right through the passenger side window. Oh yes, no, yeah, yeah. That thing tipped now, and you're screwed. We're in the mountains. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of in a dead zone where there's no signal. Yeah. And so the 15 of us all get out on the side of the road and start talking about what our next move is. And one of the, one of the daughters suggests, well, why don't all, all of us or as many of us that are strong just get on the other side of the car and push it <laughs> sideways up? And uh, we're like, yeah, no, I don't think we're doing that. Because the last thing we need is having it rock further and then slide down on 14 of us. Or yeah, whatever. that seems real bad. Like, yeah, And you don't have a backup phone plan, so. We don't, oof, exactly. Oof. Yeah. Luckily, a car uh, comes by, and it's somebody who just lives up here uh, or up there, and, and he's got a bright yellow mountain bike strapped to the back of his thing. He says, hey, what's going on, man? What's, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> And we explain the situation. He says, yeah, you're kind of in a dead zone here. Look, I live, you know, a mile up the road. Uh, I'll take one of you up there. You can call AAA or, or you know, do whatever you need to do from there. Because we're trying to get on the thing to sure, AAA. Sure. We call AAA, right? We get them, we actually get them on the phone while we're in this dead zone. And they say, oh, yeah, go to the website and you can do a scheduling thing there. And they hang up, and we go to the website. We can't pull up the damn website. Of course, because there's no freaking internet where you're no at. No freaking internet. Ugh. So he takes us up there to where he's got Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and we'd probably been out there in the 105-degree heat for maybe about <laughs> half an hour at this point, trying sure. to get the plan together. Right. Uh, the, uh, the guy takes my uncle up there, comes back, uh, says, yep, all right, AAA is on its way. I'm going to start taking people in one of the SUVs. My uncle says this, taking people in one of the SUVs back to the rental house. And then we can kind of figure out our plan from there. Just so we're not all sitting out here in the heat. We don't all need to wait here sure. uh, for the, for the uh, tow truck. Yeah. <laughs> the, so he, he starts packing people up. Now there's about 12 of us there waiting and yeah. it's still heat pouring down i was gonna Somehow say you I've, were not hot it was not cool in the mountains this is an important it was not part cool of in the mountains yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the sweat from my brow is going through the sunscreen and into my eye where it is stinging and red and i'm like tearing up uh, <laughs> constantly Brian. taking bottles of water and like trying to flush the the stuff out of my eye yeah, we used to be able to know. I mean, yes, hot air rises, but we used to be able to rely. If you live in the Rocky Mountains, you know this. You can rely on going up the canyon and getting cooler temperatures. Yes. That's just how it yes. is. But not Some this place year. Some in the mountains, yeah. yeah. Things cool off. But not this year. It's bad. It's terrible this year. Anyway. Tow truck shows up. Or actually, no, I take that back. Uh, George shows up back with uh, with his truck. We decide, okay, well, now the, the rest of us, except for maybe two or three people who are going to stay there with the car to wait for the tow truck, yeah. are also going to go back to the... Uh, to the rental house we get video shortly after of the the tow truck guy uh, pulling up <laughs> attaching a, a cable to both of the exposed tires both of the exposed exposed wheels kind of lifting and pulling the car out so lifting the the, the two wheels closest to the road up off the ground and then pulling the car laterally out of that gully instead of trying to go forward. There was a rock in front of it, so he wasn't oh, gonna get okay. he wasn't gonna get it to go forward very well. Plus at that angle I'd be worried if he pulled from the front that it could topple over and just go yeah. you know, right into that rock. Yeah, yeah. But uh 
pulled it out. Everybody okay. Everybody yeah. happy, healthy. Yeah. Uh, hurt. Car yeah. able to drive back home with with uh, no scratch, but about half a bush uh, jammed into the. Uh, <laughs> Like the 2016 the election, there was about half a bush jammed into that thing. So yeah. hold on a second. So so, uh, but no, like banged up that like tires weren't out of alignment or anything weird like no. that. No, so, okay, That's not good. that we could tell. No, no alignment issues, nothing like that. On the way back, uh, off the side of the road, and I did take a picture of this, but the thing is so gross and grisly. I'm not going to send it. Right. We see uh, a deer that uh, on the side of the road under a boulder. <laughs> Wait, got crushed by a boulder? We think so, but but Holy it kind of is the crap. it kind of is the is the uh, the capper of you know you can plan all you want, you can look both ways, you can like be as prepared and careful as you want, but sometime a rock is just going to kind of land on you and flatten you. Yeah, there's there's always a percentage chance, right? Like it, it seems very <laughs> unlikely, but there it is. Man, that's yes. rough. Yeah, I, we we uh, just because we're kind of morbid, decided I want to go and take a picture of it, and uh, so on our last day, we went back into it. I got out of the car and took a picture. I'm like, oh, this is gross. It's just like, <laughs> you know, if it looked like like Wiley Coyote was standing above it with a, a little uh, a fulcrum going, <laughs> then. <laughs> That'd be one thing, but yeah, no, it's super this, this genius. And then accidentally killed the deer instead of the roadrunner. That's right. Fantastic. This deer had been out there for three or four days. Uh, wow. What else? So that's so that's the that was the big story. I mean, there were some other small stories. My uh, my wife had to explain bukkake to my mother. Oh my lord! Uh, really? That had to ha- see. Yeah. You had to explain it to me once. Now your wife's explaining it to your mother. That's fantastic. Well done. Yeah, it came from uh, one of my other nieces. Heard the word and thought it just meant silly right oh it's silly and so to her two daughters (laughs) she's saying because she heard the word and didn't know what it meant she kept saying to her daughters all right come on knock it off quit being bukkake oh my lord and (laughs) finally finally uh, maddie as a matter of fact was the one who said uh yeah that that word does not mean what i think what you think it means Yeah, but how long did you guys? How long did you let her go, not knowing what it meant, though? Like, was it? Oh, I I think it was pretty instant that that it got explained. But then, when they were relaying the story uh, after dinner uh, Friday night, and uh, my mom says, "Well, I don't know what that is. What is bukkake?" (laughs) And my other niece kind of gave a quick description of it to uh, uh, you know, quick, quick description of it, which. Clued Tina, and, uh, clued Tina in as to what it was. My mom still didn't understand. So then my wife, my lovely wife says, well, you start out by putting a tarp down. <laughs> she gets into all the logistics first. Yeah, was, well, you know, Tina's first thought is cleanliness. Uh, oh my so. gosh, dude. I mean, yeah. I, uh, as someone who only learned what that meant about two years ago or something close to that. <laughs> I know the feeling of the the shock and feeling of knowing of hearing what this is for the first time, and so I can't imagine explaining this to your mother. I just can't. <laughs> yes. that is, that's crazy. Well, all right, Man, that was almost the story you should have led with. That's uh, <laughs> that's a hell of a thing. Well, that was uh, the shortest story. I wanted to I wanted to see how we did getting through the uh, the the ditch story. Sure. Well, I'm glad the ditch is no longer. I'm glad it's in the rearview mirror, as it, as it were. It and, is. Yeah. Uh, all is all Weekend is well was, there. All in all, weekend was a great time. And um, 
we're already looking forward to when we're going to be able to do it again, maybe next year. And uh, I got to say, if you're anywhere near Colorado and can check out Glenwood Springs for a weekend, that pool is amazing. There's yeah. a great, they've, they've redone their water slide. They used to just have this tube that went yeah. right into the water. Yeah. Then they added a second tube. They've taken all that out and they've now put in, the best description is it's like a theme park or a water park um, river rafting ride, but instead of being in a tube with like eight other people, you're solo or on a pear tube, and it's like a lazy river that's not lazy. It's a it's a very highly motivated river, oh, and it's, so it's got like gullies and things and and uh, or not gullies but like places where the water splashes down and then kind of meander off into another section where the water kind of splashes down. Uh, by the way, we're just looking right. at their website for Colorado or Glenwood yes. Springs. Yes. And uh, they have about a tiny little segment at the top that's like, come here because it's cool. And then after that, where to get vaccinated? How, which vaccine to get? <laughs> get, it, get it? Everybody get it. Like they're super pushing it on here, which is yeah, probably Mountain smart. Town. Yeah, Mountain Town. That makes this sense. Where, this is where people go to get away from the government. Yeah, this I got to get away from the government. So. Um, although they've spelled, I thought the Johnson & Johnson, There's is there a fourth vaccine called Janssen? Is that a thing? Yeah, Janssen is... I hadn't heard of that. Aren't they the makers of the AstraZeneca? No, there is a Janssen, J-A-N-S-S-E-N, yeah. something like that. Yeah, they're on here, and I, I'd never heard of that. I don't know why. Yeah, that's a different vaccine. Oh, it is Janssen is the J&J vaccine. Okay. Oh, is, oh they, there we go. Yes, right. Did they change so the name the because... Is it because no. people don't trust it because they had a problem with it or something, or what? They're the manufacturer of the, the Johnson & Johnson Oh, vaccine. Okay, so what? They're just the brand then, the J, the Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> I don't know how that works. Lame. Right? Lame. You, with a name like Johnson and Johnson, you can trust it. Well, they've got uh, vaccines and vacanas for the uh, Spanish people. Oh yes, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Speaking of yeah. websites, you should visit everybody. Yes. Uh, you know Jamie. Jamie uh, does amazing things. He he makes these mashups for GMS the show. Mashups, Jamie. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. we love his work. He's got we got one queued up for later in today's show. In fact. And a bunch in the can. Uh, he's really good at it, and a super nice guy, and a really cool dad. Happy Father's Day, everybody! By the way, yesterday. Oh yeah, uh, you included, and, and um, you too. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, so I wanted to uh, mention something that J.K. Grammer headed up over the weekend, and it was really nice of him to do this. this. Is what our community does: pitches in to help each other. A lot of people don't know this, but Jamie had to have surgery on his shoulder, I believe think he keeps telling me it's his shoulder and then sometimes i forget which part of him it is but he's uh he had major surgery on his shoulder and it's not the first one it's also because of this not been able to work for a really long time and as a result uh this isn't just about him not being able to do mashups for a while i promise this is mostly about him just kind of being down and out and to add on top of that his wife's got a couple of conditions that make it really hard for her to do some of the stuff she needs to do and as a result with their two kids, they're kind of just packed. They just have a lot to worry about right now and a lot going on. So, J.K. Grammer made a GoFundMe page for him. And uh, I was happy to contribute. Maybe some of you will be as well. If you really like the work Jamie does here, and even if that's your only reason, uh, go check it out. And if you want to just help a guy out who's, you know, a little bit down on his uh, on his luck at the moment. Like, literally, this is just bad luck. Yeah, it's his shoulder. That's right. Uh uh, go check it out. This is over at tinyurl.com slash Jamie Family Fund. That's J-A-M-I-E for Jamie. Jamie Family Fund. And um, 
you know, show some support. A little uh, inter-community uh, love to, to Jamie TMS Mashups and uh, let him know. Let, her, let him know you hope he feels better and, and uh, we can help him out in a, in a way that is actually meaningful. Uh, so go sure. check it out. That is the uh, URL again is tinyurl.com slash Jamie Family Fund with a D. Chat, <laughs> chat says fun, but no, fun. Jamie Family Fun. Yeah. And uh, big thanks again to JK Grammar for heading that up. That was really nice of him to do that. That was very cool. Okay. And I'll mention yes, that sir. again when we have different mashups and stuff until he's better. Because he is in a bit of a pinch right now. Um, all right, done away time. Doing, I'm doing it right now. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> I did it uh, this morning, and uh, I see that we uh, we are all very grateful for Jamie and owe him a, yes, uh, a debt of for gratitude sure. for his fine work. There's another guy that comes on the show once in a while, two times a week, in fact, and he's kind of a dork, but we like him. Here he is. He's a big dork. Hey, look right there. It's Brian Dunaway, who has appeared out of nowhere to join us on uh, today's Babel Royale edition of, what do we call it? The Morning Squirm. Ooh. Morning Squirm. It's going to be fun. Hi, Dunaway. Oh. How are you? Oh, hi, dorks. Oh, hi. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? How was your weekend, Father of the Year? You got Father's Day, too. How'd that go for you? Then? I did. It went great. I took a big old nap. I'm no. like, I wonder if I can sleep till noon if I tried. Yeah. I did it. Yeah, I did, too. Congratulate me. I got up early. Congratulations. I got up early on Sunday because the kids were coming over for some sort of breakfast thing. Uh, right. So everybody showed up and it was great. It was lovely. Kim made some really crazy good food and it was great. And Taylor Carter made her rice bowls. It was fantastic. And then they were all goofing around and talking on the porch or on the backyard porch thing. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to just sit on this couch for a minute. I'm just going to sit. Yeah, I'm just going to slip away for a moment. Yeah, just for a minute. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not napping, not doing anything. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to sketch out this baseball uh, wastelander drawing I was doing. Oh, so, yes. I, so I sketched it out and then kind of put my my sketchbook to the side. And then next thing I knew it, it was 2.30 in the afternoon and I had fallen asleep on the couch and not moved. So <laughs> I recommend Dude. it. I recommend it. Yeah. Oh. It's, it, it, look, there's a couple of days a year that people like us, people who are insane and like they have to work all the freaking time, we yep. can just go, you know what? I'm going to take a little nap. And our yep. body goes, we are. And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it We're goes all in. It doesn't, it doesn't hold back at that point. And, no. Um, I clearly needed it. But uh, but anyway, it was really great. And I hope you had a, I hope you had a good Father's Day. You know, we spent it with my uh, my in-laws. So my, my father-in-law is the nicest man on, on the planet. Uh, celebrated with Oh, him. weird. Yeah. Mine's the nicest. I know. What, how did that happen? I know. It's crazy how we all ended up with the nicest <laughs> dad possible. Um, and while I was there, I tried, uh, I was going to tell Brian about this earlier, but I forgot. Uh, we tried watermelon with mustard on it. Ah, uh, I saw your TikTok. Yeah. And I really? did this. I did that this because gross. there's a, there was this like challenge going around saying that, oh, an amazing combo watermelon and mustard. You have to try it. And yeah. as usual, the internet is either trolling you wrong or right, but you don't, you can't tell the difference, right? You don't yes. know right. what's right. true on the internet. So I thought, let's give this a shot. I know that you can put like some people put like salt and certain kind of seasonings. Salt, salt on watermelon is very common. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm, I've done that with bananas before. Like there is a sweet, salty combo you can do that works. But I'm thinking, I don't know, mustard, yellow mustard. That seems crazy. So we went ahead and did it. Me and Carter. It's just kind of it, it. It's like you. It's like I was eating watermelon and had some mustard at the same time. Yeah, it it's like it's like oil and water, man. You know, it just ain't gonna. Yeah, there's no gonna mix. mix. There's no. You basically mix. got two flavors 
not not one flavor it's, of the two of them merged, right? You basically it's got, literally oil and water, right? Is yeah. it mustard kind of like an oil based well, kind of product? Did watermelons a water based? Well, kind that's of a good thing? point. That's I mean, a good point. That may be because they're from seeds, but but yeah, like I think they're they're. Ibit says it right. They didn't combine. Like they right. They just stayed the two things they are. We just happen to eat them simultaneously. Everyone's yeah, trying to find the next peanut butter and chocolate. That's yeah. what they're trying to do, and they're never going to find it. Keep uh, pretzels and mustard. There. Oh, that is go. good. But see, Way that's better. not a. But that makes sense because it's you know it's like a bready yeah. thing with mustard. And yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it was bad, and uh, uh, I was fat in it in that video. So yeah, I was uh, fat in it. <laughs> yeah, I was all fat. Somebody pointed out. It was. On Twitter, it was says, the filter, man. A guy on Twitter says, "Well, look, you're all scrunched over. We all we all do this. We fold in on ourselves." And I'm like, "I know, but I, there's like 20 pounds there. I just see it. I can see it. it just needs man, to go." Man, anybody eating watermelon and mustard is going to look fat. That's just the. <laughs> that's just how that works out. Oh, I look so fat. Anyway, uh, so there's that. Hey Dunaway, let's play a game. Uh, Brian Ibbett over here has the rules and how this is going to work. So Brian, you want to tell us how this is going to work? I do. Yes. Welcome to the morning squirm, a back and forth trivia game where our players will match wits on topics that Cliff Clavin would have offered up at the Cheers bar. Scott hey. and Brian will take turns answering multiple choice trivia questions, and if they get it wrong, the other player gets a point. First player to five wins the prize for their contestant. Contestants have been pulled from members of the tadpool that aren't able to listen live. So Scott is going to be playing for Super Dave from Clearwater, Florida, yeah. and Brian is going to be playing for Matt from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Well, Prepare for your prizes, Matt. Yeah, that's right. Get ready to realize, win, yeah, this buddy. still says Randy from last Monday. Oh, weird. That's why. That's why I'm like, still Randy from last Monday. Yeah. <laughs> right? a little Randy, got you, a little Randy. Yeah. Very good. Uh, I should probably see right. a doctor. Yeah, do that right away. So, uh, should we flip a coin? See who goes first. Yeah, let's, let's do flip, it. Uh, TMS I'm coin. Flip a, an Apple Air tag. Oh, I even better. Here. Even better. Yeah. Uh, you got either the Apple side or the white side. So, so I'd I say will let. Apple side should be heads, uh, right? Wouldn't you say? Well, well yeah, okay. Whatever. Just call it just Apple, doesn't matter. Just call right. Apple or white. Yeah, yeah Apple we or do, white. If you want to do heads or tails, sure. Yeah, right. go ahead and call uh, white, Scott. Go okay, ahead, I'll call it. I'm going to let you call it in the end. Oh, yeah, you, you do it, Dunaway. All right. It's flipped. Apple. Apple side. It did land Apple side up. Nice. Yes. Well done. So. Brian probably, gets the first question. I was going to ask you what you think of those so far. Quick review. You like them? Uh, so far, I like it. Uh, it's so it. freaking accurate. I've hidden it, you know, mm. in the house. Not really hidden it because I knew exactly where it hid. I was about to say it's kind of hard to hide something from yourself. <laughs> I, know, I, should have, I should have Tina hide it, but I did yeah, the thing. Yeah, like yeah. it's like all right, seven feet to your right. Now turn now, and then like it took me right to it. It's impressive. Really? So I've got one on my bike. I've got one like in the um, in like a little secret panel of our luggage. Yeah. I'm both. Uh, I'm both glad the technology works and also sad that the technology works yeah, that accurately. It's a cool. Tech. Well. It, yeah, like I'm doing it for my bike for a couple reasons. Number one, if I die on my bike, Tina can find me a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. um, but also, uh, if my bike gets stolen, this is a really good way to to keep track of it. Yeah, yeah. Those tile, the tile ones still work pretty well. If someone's tile ones are supposed to be great too. Yeah. yeah. So really, it's you know, if you have tile, there's no no reason. No big to swap advantage. To yeah. Stuff. yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do this. <clears throat> Brian, first question goes to you. <laughs> Gimme. Because I went on a road trip, I've got a first question is a road trip question. Uh, every road trip involves somebody calling out shotgun. But what mm. is the origin of that phrase? Uh -oh. Is it 
Uh, A, passengers literally carried shotguns to chase away robbers. B, farmers often rested shotguns in the passenger seat. C, in the early 1900s, criminals would rob people by rolling up and pointing a shotgun in their face. Or D, in the early days of vehicle production, the seats were made from the same materials as guns. Oh my gosh, none of those had the answer I thought I was going to have. You're in. You're good luck, dude. This is yeah, awesome. I didn't. I, I didn't hear any of the ones that I thought would be the right answer. Um, I'm going to go with D because it sounds ridiculous. With All the right. with the same material, same material. You're right. The 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 seats are made from the same materials as guns. Right. The answer that is incorrect. Uh, uh, Scott, what what uh, you, you know? You've already got the point, but uh, what um, what did you think? It was? So can you give me the first two again? Just the top sure. Two? Uh, passengers literally carried shotguns to chase away robbers, or farmers often rested their shotguns in the passenger seat. I'm a shotgun. I think it's the f- first. Hold on. For first. Firsty. Did you say anything about like the old west or anything in there? Well, that's what I thought it was going to be well, from the old the west. Early, you... In the early 1900s, criminals would rob people by rolling up and pointing a shotgun in their face. Yeah, and that doesn't work. No. All right, I'm gonna say a. A. Do it. I think a. Yeah, it it is a. Um, oh, yeah. Passengers and and it you know that did come from the old west. Just didn't have it in the answer, but Got yeah, it. in the old west, the passenger would be responsible for keeping robbers away, uh, stagecoach robbers by holding or keeping a shotgun. Yeah, I knew that was them. the origin, but I but the way you phrased it, which is really de- devious, but still accurate, uh, threw me. <laughs> and it really it, it really puts a spin on it too, because when someone yells "shotgun" to sit in the front seat, like cool. This guy likes to sit in the front seat. But back then, if you yelled it, you know, all happy, shotgun, yeah. I got it. Yeah, that means you're going to kill anybody who comes up to the side of that stagecoach and tries to rob you, which is a yep. big commitment. That's a lot to, you know, a lot to yeah. take in. Exactly. Like. All right. So uh, that question done. Let's go on to the next one. Scott, this one's for you. All right. Uh, all right. A California woman. California woman. <laughs> Once tried to sue the makers of Captain Crunch or Cap'n Crunch because A, the captain looked exactly like her great-grandfather who once worked for the company. Oh, my gosh. B, eating the cereal daily allegedly made her teeth fall out. C, Crunch Berries contained no berries of any kind. Or D, the box that she purchased contained the did not contain the prize that was offered on the front. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> man, it's hard not to go modern day idiot with this. <laughs> Did you say when this <clears throat> when this happened? When the... I don't I don't have the I don't have the date on it. All right, well I'm going to go with the lady who rotted her, or she rotted her teeth out and blamed it on the company because that just sounds like something like some somebody would do. Someone who doesn't want to take any responsibility for their life would sue for that. All right, is it uh, eating the cereal daily allegedly made all her teeth fall out? No, that is incorrect. Damn it! I get to guess. You get to guess. I keep up with a lot of stupid trivia, like cereal trivia. Yeah. It seems like it was because she's mad because she's, you know, she's all Californian and she likes healthy food and she thinks there's uh-huh. fruit in there. <laughs> so she, her lawsuit was because Crunch Berries contain no berries, no berries. of any kind? Yeah. Correct. Uh, in 2010, a federal judge dismissed a class action brought by consumers claiming they were misled to believe that Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries contain nutritional value derived Idiot. from real fruit Idiots. Threw, throughout the case. Yes, Dang. indeed. 2010 was the year I looked it up while we if were If these around. aren't real berries, 
That just seems so <laughs> They're so dumb. crunchy, I thought they were just puffed. That seems so dumb to me, but it also sounds like it's more nuanced, like they were actually suing because I, of the claim. It sounds like a troll value. to me. That's what it sounds well, like. Well, maybe, yeah. but if you do a class action, you've got a lot of people who are being trolls, potentially. Yes. yes. Or, or you're wording it in such a way that says, well, look, the commercials say... You know, a valuable part of this more, this breakfast or this. Uh, I, no, it was, it was literally that. You know, the the woman who started the class action suit started because mm-hmm. there were no berries and crunch berries. There was no fruit. Yeah, but the way you read kind. it, the way you read it sounded different. More crunch berries contain no berries of any kind. <laughs> no, the, the no, not the not the answer, but your your court description. When you gave the court description, yeah, read that. So you didn't have the stenographer. Yeah, read that one part. (laughs) Translation. Read that one part one more time. The part about the 2010 case. A California. Oh, I I closed the tab. Oh, never mind. All right. Oh man, if you want to read some interesting trivia stuff, read about the Captain Crunch stuff. It is. He's always in hot water. He's always in trouble. He's always in cold milk. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Poor poor captain. You know what? Let's take. Let's give you another question. This one's going to Scott about. The Captain of Crunch. Um, what is Cap- Captain Crunch's full name? Is it Horatio Magellan Crunch, <laughs> Corrado Azzolino Crunch, Cristiano Castro Crunch, or Hart T. Crunch? Hart T. Crunch. Ooh. Oh, you made it harder. <laughs> Hartier. He made it Hartier, Scott. Why does the Horatio ring a bell? Because <laughs> um, you've read Hamlet recently, <laughs> maybe. Um, the last one, I guess. That one would make the most sense to me from a like a pun yeah. standpoint. Part yeah. T right. crunch. Yeah. yeah, something they just made up for Twitter. Yeah, right. uh, that is incorrect, Damn Brian. It. Yeah, that would be Horatio. Damn He's, it! Uh, is it? It is Horatio Magellan Crunch. Yes. He's going to traverse the world with his crunch berries. I should have gone with my gut. I That rang you a bell, and your, I should have done it. Uh, Horatio Magellan Crunch. Yes, a discoverer and a hamlet. I want to say I learned that on one. BuzzFeed of all stupid places, if I remember correctly. Really? That sounds like something BuzzFeed would teach you, yeah. yeah. Right. That's what they <laughs> teach you. Yes, the educational uh, <laughs> value of BuzzFeed. All right. That's right. All right. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Let's do this one because this is appropriate, right? We tried to spread my my grandmother's and grandfather's ashes. Uh, We actually did, by the way, eventually do it yesterday morning. Oh, it did did happen. I guess we never never got to that. But yeah, I guess you finally did. That's good. That's right. Uh, Okay. This one is. You should check back next spring and see if a new grandma and grandpa are growing there. Right. Oh, did I did I do the order? <laughs> wow. I, I don't know if I should laugh at that or be <laughs> mortified. It's like seeds. It's like you know, you plant them, you get the new grandpa. Get it? That's right. Oh, All right. This one's going back to Brian. In 2013, a man was arrested for spreading the ashes of his fiance inside oh one of her favorite places. Oh my god. <laughs> was that place a Chipotle, a Lens Crafters? A Target or a Chuck E. Cheese? What the? Uh, frick? What year was this? Twenty thirteen. <laughs> what? Dude, I gotta, I gotta go Target. I don't, I don't want to go Target, but I gotta go Target. Okay. All right. Is it Target? No, it is not. Oh, that gum it, Scott. Do you have a? Do you have well, a guess? I, I know which one I want it to be. Um. <laughs> uh. I'll, 
I'll say Chuck E. Cheese because that's where I'd want it to be. I may as well go with my gut again. Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, is it Chuck E. Cheese? No, it is not. Damn it. October 16th, 2013. Uh, man, Florida man. <laughs> by the way. Oh, <laughs> oh don't say his, Chipotle. Don't say Chipotle. Spread his fiance's ashes at Lens Crafters. Lens Crafters. That is crazy. There's causing, nowhere in the world. Did we do this? evacuation of a Florida, of a Sarasota, Florida mall. We may have My done this. My favorite place to shop is Lens Crafters. <laughs> That's not a thing. No, but I think we may have done this story. Like, literally done It feels done like this we story. should have done this story, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Can we, you see her now? It's familiar now in my head that we've talked about it. And now I feel stupider. All right. Well, I'm doing. No, great. you should not. Even if I, I'm, you can ask me it again next week, and I still won't get it. I'll still miss that one every time. Well, there you go. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, all right. The all final right. question. It's two two. So the winner of this question wins for their for their uh, uh, for their person team. Uh, back to Scott for this one. Right. The number of jars of Nutella sold in a year could cover this popular tourist spot eight times. Oh. Is it the Eiffel Tower, the Space Needle, the Hoover Dam, or the Great Wall of China? The number of jars of Nutella sold in a year. Jeez. You say the Great Wall of China? I'm going to need to know I'm going to need to know the uh, the thickness. Well, doesn't how, how thick it's spread? <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on, though. But, but the Great Wall of China, you just mean on the wall or within its walls? No, you, you cover, like cover. Cover it. Okay. So cover. surface area. Like it was a cake, Scott. Got it. You're not going to inject it on the inside. Well, of the-, the reason I ask is that's an, that, that wall doesn't have a, cl- there's no close to it. Like, like it's not a bowl. It's So that's why I was wondering. It's like a container. Um, all right. Yeah, no. Imagine you're, imagine, so like imagine the Eiffel Tower is, uh, doesn't isn't well actually no I guess it would be right it would be you'd be covering the bars that make up the Eiffel Tower right. or the the surface of the Hoover Dam or yeah you're the, you're making a cake with it the yeah. Space Needle exactly you're you're yep. you're frosting the the item right um I really don't know so I'm just gonna say I like the Hoover Dam Hoover Dam let's do Hoover Dam all right is it the Hoover Dam. No, it is not. Brian, do you have a guess? You won, by the uh, way, for your player, but uh, do you have a guess? Right. I want to, you know, it seems insane, so I'm going to say The Great Wall. From Nutella's website, Nutella.com Curiosities, you could cover The Great Wall of China eight times with the number of jars wow. sold of Nutella per year. Lame. That is Lame. a lot of Nutella. Also, that is way too much Nutella, you guys. That is too yeah. much. Yeah, remember, slow remember when Nutella tried to convince us it was the healthier alternative? <laughs> yeah, remember that? It's like, ah, why use peanut butter when you can use Nutella, which is right. better or the same? You're like, uh-huh, no. I can't decide between this Captain Crunch Berries, which has real berries in it, or... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah, the, uh, the amount of Nutella produced in one year weighs, this, weighs the same as the Empire State Building. Wow. 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 Yeah. Well, we were, claim- we were playing for the South today, and Matt Young is our winner. Uh, Chattanooga, right. Tennessee. Congratulations, uh, Matt. Oh, I didn't tell what the games are. So uh, we have our carryover games from um, from last week. Uh, Dead in Bermuda and Stick Fight the Game are going oh, to yeah. be going to uh, Matt in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, but 
uh, you know, Dave, Super Dave isn't going away empty-handed. He's getting Doom, courtesy Ooh. of Chris. Ooh. So thanks to Zachy and Chris for sending Which in Doom? these codes. It'd be 2016's Doom, right? Probably. I guess so. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Is There's so Doom. many ways to get Doom. I mean, you can run Doom on anything. Well, yeah, but it's not a physical price. Not that game. Right. <laughs> you can't run Doom 2016 on anything. But yeah, like... Didn't somebody uh, hook up Doom to play on a Tamagotchi or something recently? Oh, yeah. There's something I just saw that was hacked to play Doom. Somebody played it on a fridge once. We had a microwave. That's, mm, I think display. that's what it is. You can Maybe put it on anything yeah. these days. Uh, the old Doom, anyway. Yep. But that new Doom is awesome. In fact, I'd argue 2016's Doom is better than the new Eternal one. So <coughs> you're getting the good of the, the better of the two in my opinion. Um, real quick here, uh, Lennon in the chat says it's not pronounced Nutella, it's Nutella. That's what I'm yeah, looking at right now. I'm trying to see that's here. True. That's true. I'm still on the Nutella site, but yeah, I've always that's, said that's Nutella. how you say it. It is Nutella, not Nutella? I've always said Nutella. Yeah, it's, not, it's nut. I think the, t- the nut part is supposed to be emphasized. Oh, yeah, yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah, baby. I, wow. I believe that's what I've been told before. Hmm. It was originally called Giandujat. Wow. That wasn't selling well. Nope. Yeah. The Juan Dujat was not I mean, good. it would make sense, right? Because it's a hazelnut, not a hazelnut. Well, it's right. originally an Italian product. So we're going to find out how you're supposed to say it for real. Oh. So here you go. Enjoy this. Here's the pronunciation. Buongiorno. This is Julian, okay. the guy who makes pronunciation videos here okay. on YouTube. And we are looking at how to pronounce the name of brand of sweetened hazelnut and cocoa spread made in Italy by famous chocolate maker we Ferrero. Don't care. So how Jeez would you Louise. go about pronouncing this with the typical Italian pronunciation? Of course, you can always say Nutella, but with the typical Italian pronunciation, how would you say it in Italy? Well, that would be Nutella. Nutella. <laughs> it you is Nutella. Want- so forget, hey, Leninade. The Italian okay, guy says Nutella. Okay, okay, wow. look. Scott just, just he pulled that and YouTube video out. if I talk for out, another 14 minutes, then my YouTube pulled, rank will go up to Scott. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the de facto answer? Yeah, I don't think so. I'm going to need a better source than that, my friend. Uh, I like I need that, Brian, credentials. I like that it made him Russian. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I did. You make your, your rank on YouTube. It's much to pronounce it Nutella, so you pronounce it Nutella. You make your channel go sky suspect. high. <laughs> In, in Russia, tell them it's you. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, that was awesome. And that yeah, means that, that uh, we got to celebrate one more time. Matt Young winning. Here you go, Matt. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, but don't worry, Super Dave, because there's always next time there, bud. And uh, yes. don't, don't and you, you worry. Get some, you still get Doom. So oh, yeah, you're getting really, Doom either I mean, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's, you know, nothing. Actually, you could argue he won. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Stick fight the game and dead in Bermuda, dead in Bermuda. Yeah, they're they're you know they're okay. Oh, yeah. It is t- if you're looking at pure quantity. Sure, it's two games versus sure, one, but sure. uh, you know you could argue we got the uh, the better game. So yeah. maybe I lost that on purpose. Maybe this is all part of the plan. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Through the game, mm-hmm. uh, Dunaway. So tomorrow the Boop Show, of course, always. Uh, we do that on Tuesdays. Looking forward to that. And uh, this weekend, Film Sack is back with a full episode covering. Toys, Barry Levinson's toys. Toys. Uh, I think it's the right one, right? When uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, correct. And all that? Absolutely. Okay. Correct. Yes. Never saw toys. I've seen every Barry, Barry Joan Levinson Kuzak, movie. Joan yeah. LL Cool J. Oh, I know. his mama told him to yes. do something. So that'll be fun because uh, we missed, a, or, you know, we had a week uh, off for Brian's trip, and now we're we're back. Although we did put up a watch along, so people go check that out. It was for the Tuvix episode of Voyager, which was really weird. And, yes. uh, yeah, don't bring saying. that up. I'm yeah, still watch, heard about watch that. Watch Janeway kill Tuvix. Yeah, now, watch, I did spoiler. Uh, spoiler. Whatever. Janeway's a horrible, horrible multi. And technically, she didn't kill him. 
Who did? Who did? Who's the technical killer? I mean, she gave the order. She didn't do it. Wasn't her dirty hands. Yeah, but you. But that's like saying the guy at the at the gas camp who killed some poor old man. that, that Hitler's not... Hit, you got to give Hitler trouble. you got to give Hitler credit. Give Hitler some credit for those murders, damn it. <laughs> you got to give him some trouble. <laughs> you know, you got to give Hitler the credit. How many, how many uh, jars of Nutella would it take to cover Hitler? Oh, my gosh. If, with now knowing what we know, enough to kill yeah. him, and that's great. Kill Hitler, I always say. Brian Dunaway, oh have a good week. We'll see you later. Oh, that better not be controversial about killing Hitler. If somebody's got a problem with that, then... Yeah. They're yeah. going to have to email me and explain their position because <laughs> holy Moses. I All can't right. believe you'd suggest to kill Hitler. I mean, now you're just as bad as him. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. Not even close. Uh, All right. Uh, what time is it? Oh, gosh. We got to take a break. When yeah, we come you. back, uh, we'll, do, we'll spend some time with uh, Bill, and, uh, right. and it'll be great. So stick around for that. Brian, do you want to play a song, though, to take us on the break here? Yeah. Now, are you familiar with the name William Goldsmith? Uh, yes, actually, I think I am. Or I may be thinking okay. of Jerry Goldsmith or his son. Oh, you um, could be thinking, Joel. yeah. yeah. Uh, William Goldsmith is a founding member of the band Sunny Day Real Estate, but he was also a member of Foo Fighters. He's got a brand new band called Assertion, and they have their debut LP now available. This thing is so good. Uh, Rolling Stone just called it one of the best albums of twenty one so uh, twenty twenty one so far. So that should say something. This thing feels you know has a lot of uh, Foo Fighters uh, feel to it. It's really really good. The new album is called Intermission. Here is the song that's called Down Into the Depths.
down, but did you want to take me down? Yeah, but you can't see through my eyes. You can't see through my eyes. And I've been building this time. I've been building this time. still have not found a girlfriend yet. I am still single. Yes, sir, kids. We'll send you a real Maverick belt. The Morning Stream. Hey, Leo, you're gonna have more sex than anyone in our class. Everybody, welcome back to the program. Uh, that song again, yes, Brian. That song again is called uh, "Down in the Depths," performed by the band Assertion. Lovely. I keep yes. thinking insertion, but I know that's not what you're saying. Please don't think it's that. No, and look for that. Yeah. Uh, one quick note about music: we listen to a lot of, for whatever reason, we listen to a lot of REM this weekend. And uh, oh, probably because of spatial audio. I think you added a bunch of their stuff, right? Oh yeah, I think that is actually what got me pulled in because yeah. i think it was drive yeah. or something that was redone and i went yeah you know yeah. i'm gonna hang around in here for a while and just listen to rem all weekend and i did and my question to you is yes desert island all by yourself you can only yeah. have one track not album oh one track by track REM. from rem who do you who do you basically i'm saying what's your favorite rem track is what i'm asking doesn't have to have uh that's a really good it's question. a hard question uh, right i put this out on twitter and nobody answered the same well, no uh uh, Pretty Persuasion. Oh, there you go. That's a great one. Great pick. Yeah. I like Radio Free Europe, but I think I would tire of it. I think I'd get uh, tired of that one, too. I like Don't Go Back to Rockville, and I like uh, Driver 8. Yeah. And it, what is it called? I've Been There, You Can't Get There From Here? Yeah. I've Can't Get There From Here. Something like that. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Um, if you, if you want to, you know, if you're stuck on a desert island, it's probably the best place to learn the lyrics, too. It's the end of the world as we know it, because you'll have plenty of time to get them memorized. But uh, oh, That song's so good, though. I love that song. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I also like Kings of Birds, or King of Birds, is that it? On Document? Uh, Document's a great album, by the way. It is a good album. It's also uh, a great name for an album. Title. What an amazing uh, title for an album. Yeah. Document. Uh, Man in the Moon's good too. Yeah. I think part of it is your age, Jedi seventy one. If you were if you grew up when me and Brian did, REM was a they left a yeah. they left an impression, man. Every everybody in the dorm had document or uh uh, crush, not crush, what was the album? Uh, the album that had stand and all that stuff on it. Oh um, right. Um 
stand in the place. Uh, yeah. That was uh, shiny uh, happy people. Ah. I don't remember the name of the album for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, we, they all had that album, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, whatever that was. Everybody had it. <laughs> right. It was orange. I remember. I remember it was orange or kind of bright color compared to some of their previous albums. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, Automatic for the People is not it, uh, but that's a good album too. Dead Letter Office is a great like. Oh, ep- uh, Eponymous is their good. Uh, yeah. Uh, greatest Hits album. It is out no not out of time is the one after that i guess i don't have it ripped yet on here according to pastemagazine.com their favorite song is talk about the passion oh, from murmur the album is green, oh, green that's, right. that's it green oh talk about the passion that's a great song yeah they have just really great their catalog is awesome i even like what's the frequency kenneth a lot of people hate yeah. that era but i like that song and that album oh i forgot about talk about the passion that's that is up there for me mm. What's the frequency can it that? I was telling that story to my daughter in the car and she was like blown away about its origins and Dan Rather and the weirdo yelling at him and all that. <laughs> yes, right. That was great. All right. Uh well, let's now Yeah, the album's green, by the way. I said that, but I gotta say it again because enough people in the chat room are yelling about it. Yeah. Green. Green is correct. I've been I've been hooked on Olivia Rodrigo lately. That her uh debut album for whatever reason just been on constant replay olivia rodrigo i'm writing olivia rodrigo she's super it's like soup it's poppy it's new pop stuff but i think she's i think she's really good and i, like, I don't know why i like why i like, I like, I like so some of that good. stuff I'm, I'm down with that i can't yeah. stop playing the weekend and ariana grande's mm-hmm. uh combo te- uh save your tears I, I don't know why i can't oh, yeah. stop listening to that that song's great yeah. that's why because it's good feels like the 80s creeped up my butt and said hey i'm staying here <laughs> i think so all right hey look at this you guys your bat caves open there bill straight from the pacific northwest and the home of punished props comes one bill duran who heads on over here on mondays and we talk about the world of making and makers bill welcome back good morning nice to have you it here is, it is looking great out today i'm is excited it? is it did you got yeah. uh, so all right so uh the entire western <laughs> side of the country is having this horrible drought how does i don't know how washington fares in this you guys doing yeah, all right i'll like, do with that gets yeah. a little little droughty up here but mostly it's just warm just i'm warm. excited though because um there are some trees in my neighborhood where a pair of tiny falcons live mm. and uh little merlin falcons and i've been trying my best to get some good photos of them oh very and nice. uh Today, so today I wanted to talk a little bit about wildlife photography. Some tips if anyone wants to get into Ooh, it, because I am getting oh, into it cool. big time. I love when we dip back into your love of photography in yeah. general, but um, especially when uh, I, I mean, what do you do? You call this birding, or is this some sort of a general sort of? <laughs> I would just say wildlife photography. Okay. I'm trying to take pictures of animals that I don't own, okay, <laughs> and also that don't uh, <laughs> that I can't entice to my house with food. Sure. Uh, so there are plenty of crows around my house, but they show up for a bird bath and everything. And I mean, I could take a couple pictures of crows, but they're not the most exciting subjects. No. Uh, when they start talking, anyway, they are. They're, when they talk, they're very exciting. But it's rare. Oh, they're so exciting. Yeah. So I love, I've always loved taking animal photos. Um, my pets get photoed a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, of the photos I put on the internet of my pets, I have taken. Uh, for every one I post, there are probably 30 I didn't. <laughs> uh, but I really love if I can get it wild animals. I love trying to get animals in their natural habitat. I do love going to the zoo, and that's great for practice. 
I also like the zoo. Uh, Nothing wrong with the zoo here and there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, the zoo there in Utah, Scott, the Hogel Zoo, is incredible. It used to be garbage back when I was growing up. It was kind of a dumb zoo, and they went nuts with it, and it's super cool now. That's a great zoo. Yeah, Yeah. and their their bird show is extraordinary. Oh, yeah, that one's so good, and they finally are doing that one again. Um, But it's awesome because it's in this, like, amphitheater space with with, uh, a covering that keeps the sun off everybody, Mm -hmm. and they've got birds... You know that are like two miles away in a giant yeah perch a falcon. Up. Oh, it's they so throw bad. A, they throw like a, a speck of food on the ground, and the falcon, hundreds of yards away, is like got it, and it just dives <laughs> in and nails it. Yeah, it's they, so they, incredible. They swoop That's around cool. your head. That's it is very good. Cool. So yeah, if you're ever yeah. if you're ever in Salt Lake and you're, anyone out there is like, hey, I'm bored. I want to go to the zoo. You'll you'll have a good time there. It's good. You definitely will. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you do go to the zoo and you want to take pictures of the animals, get there right when the zoo opens, right in the morning. The animals are less tend to be less active as the day goes on, and they tend to be most active around feeding time. Um, so if you can figure out when their feeding times are, you can ask the, the folks there. Um, that's probably the time you're most likely to get the animals. Like, the worst thing ever is you. I've rented a lens, and like I'm going to go to the zoo, take pictures of all these cool animals. You get there, and they're all asleep, or they're just like hiding yeah. behind a tree or whatever. Yeah, especially so in get the there summer. early. Yeah, because the yeah. summer when the heat hits, they all poop out. They're all done. Oh, yeah, yep. especially in the summer. Yeah. Uh, so one of the best things you can do for taking photos of wild animals is to learn your subjects. Uh, read the Wikipedia page about whatever bird you're trying to take a picture of. Um, learn their daily habits and patterns. So like what time of day they're active. Uh, for example, we have bunny rabbits that run around in our backyard. And I'm starting to notice when they're active and when they're not. Uh, during the middle of the day, the bunny rabbits tend to be uh, lounging somewhere and sleeping. Uh, but you know, earlier in the day and then in the afternoon, they also eat. So do you ever, do you ever make, name them and uh, see like the same one show up and go, oh, there's Carl back from more? Yeah. yeah. Yes, there was a bunny rabbit a couple of years ago with a big notch taken out of his ear. So he named him Notch. Oh, that's great. And uh, he came back the next year, at least. He had the same notch. I took two photos. I matched them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but he did not come back the next year. <laughs> yeah, but he also invented Minecraft and retired with one point nine million dollars. <laughs> you know, what, that's so. probably it. He yeah, probably retired with his definitely billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, definitely the same yeah. notch. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another time. big thing to uh, to know is when and what your animals eat. So when they eat and what they eat and where they eat it. Mm. Um, and so if you can hang out near where an animal you want to take. Uh, a photo of drinks every day. Like maybe they stop to drink at the same place every day. You hang out there and eventually they'll show up. Uh, Another, here's another good tip (laughs) with a lot of photography. uh, You know, you'll say uh, it it doesn't really matter what camera you get. Just get it. You can use the one in your phone for wildlife photography. uh, It's not really true. (laughs) Yeah. Gear very much matters when you're trying to get the problem is, the thing you want to take a photo of is far away. You want to get close up to it. But if you walk close up to it, that thing will run away from you. It'll be yeah. afraid of you. Yeah, they don't like so you. you. Sure. You do need a good telephoto lens. This is a lens that is zoomed way in. Um, I've gotten by with like a 200 millimeter lens for a long time, and that works pretty well. Uh, but if you really get into animal photography, you want to get birds that are really far away, you got to get something a little bit... Um, a little longer and a little bit more expensive. And I actually just, <laughs> this is why this is on my mind. 
I bought a 600 millimeter lens last week, Whoa. specifically for taking photos of birds and stuff. <laughs> 600 <laughs> millimeter—that's awesome. what, what do you, what's your effective distance for like a close up with that? Probably um, pretty good. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to tell. Uh, what like explain with words how how zoomed in it is? But yeah, it is substantially three times more than my previous one. Oh, so that's, that's a lot. Yeah. So I mean, are you better off? Do you think if you're really into this, get your own lens? But but renting them is okay for. I would. I would recommend uh, to figure out if you don't know exactly what lens you want to get, I recommend renting them. And I've rented lenses a lot, uh, especially for animal photography. So um, I spent a, I took a trip down to Florida a few years ago and I rented a 400 millimeter lens. And actually the photo on my desktop of my picture, I'm looking at it right now, this um, great blue heron. I got a picture of just his head perfectly framed because um, I was able to zoom so far in without getting close to him and scaring him off. Um, so yeah, yeah. Rent uh, a lens. And if you find one that you like, a lot of the rental places will let you like buy it at a, a slight discount. Uh, where do you, are there really places fantastic? still like, um, oh, what was the name of that place? We used to go all the time here in the city. There used to be, oh, there was a photo place and all they did was rent cameras and lenses. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the name of the damn thing. Where would you, you go today? Would you just look them up on the internet and go, well, I need local lens rental, and that's how you'd find it yeah, now, there, I guess? There's uh, online ones, too. They'll mail mail stuff to you. I've done that a lot. Okay. They'll just oh, mail, they'll you, mail the lens, you the lens? box. You can mail it back. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that was a thing you could do. I actually rented camera gear probably from that place in Salt Lake when we did that photo shoot at Nertacular. Yes, you did. What was the name yeah. of it? Oh, I don't remember. Right. Ah, <laughs> I've been there. It's probably still there, and I just don't know it because yeah. I have no reason to go in there. But um, but yeah, they they were a big, not Wolf. No, I don't remember the name of it. KT Data would probably know, but I don't know if he's yeah, in the chat yeah. this morning. Anyway, so uh, yeah. other gear, the lens is probably the most important thing for animal photography. The, the camera you buy is pretty important, although a lot of the, all the new DSLR type cameras are all really, really good. Uh, tripod can be super handy. Um, and then uh, the only thing I would say you need for the camera would be a decent autofocus. Um, the lens matters, too, when it comes to autofocus as well. Uh, if an animal starts to move... There is no way any human being is going to keep track of, with the focus manually. It doesn't happen. You got to have good autofocus to take pictures of moving animals. Sure. Super important. Sure, sure. So when I see then, these guys doing like fancy uh, Richard Attenborough business and their lenses are like sixteen miles long, <laughs> I mean it's these kinds right. of yes. it's these kinds of lenses, right? That's the stuff we can buying. look yeah. at the pores of the house fly. <laughs> right. We look at them. And I'm here to tell you those lenses, my new lens was about $2,000, which is a good amount of money to spend on a decent lens. Yeah. The lens those guys is, those guyses are using. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those lenses cost in the 10 to hundreds of thousands of wow. dollars. Wow. There. Holy it is Jesus. the price jumps up dramatically. And that's a I mean well, whenever you talk to like photo people, they always just call it glass, almost like they're talking yeah, about, yeah. you know, drugs right. or something. It's like, oh, yeah, dude, I can't get enough glass. I need more glass or whatever. Uh-huh. But um, I didn't realize you could spend in the, you know, I, I guess I I guess I kind of thought there might be a lens around the 50K mark, but 100K or more. Holy Moses. Oh, yeah. yeah. The lenses um, that they use for uh, like filming sports games, those professional lenses. Yeah hundreds plural of <laughs> wow. thousands of dollars wow. yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. they're right. insane they can if you watch not that i would expect you to be, to be watching a baseball game i certainly well, i like baseball it's fun however yeah, it's all right if you're watching a sports game and you see them zoom 
way just pay attention to a 10 second zoom in where they're they show the whole field and then that same lens zooms in on a player's nostril hair yeah like those lenses are so <laughs> crazy yeah I, that's why i watch those games is for the nostril yeah. hair so i'm really glad when oh, yeah, they, yeah. yeah it's and then stuff. all right so the last tip here for your photography is just lots and lots of practice digital photos are free the, one of the reasons i shoot photos of my pets is because it's practice um especially when it comes to like tinkering with your camera settings um to get a shot that is in focus not blurry all that fun stuff just lots and lots of practice work on your technique um when you're shooting a picture of an animal the the basically what you want to try and do is get their eyes in focus so Mm -hmm. focus on the animal's eyes and try and get a shot that isn't too blurry Uh, a huge part of that with it especially if you're shooting something far away is just shooting with a fast enough shutter speed yeah. Uh, and the uh, the rule of thumb there is, let's say I'm shooting my 600 millimeter lens. I want to shoot at one six hundredth of a second or faster, usually at least double, uh, so that the the uh, image isn't blurry when I take the photo. You don't realize it, but especially when you're zoomed in, when you take the picture, when you push that button, your hand moves the camera, and that's enough to cause some. Oh yeah, uh, it's especially all yeah. If you're all the way in, one micro movement is enough to. Yeah. Screw it up. Yeah. So do you have to get their uh, permission or have them sign a waiver with animals? Not the no? birds, okay. no. Right. No, they can't even read. I've tried. <laughs> well, at least you tried. Uh, See, that's the important part. You tried. <laughs> right. the, la- the last tip is just patience. Like the most important thing when it comes to taking pictures of animals is patience. You're going to do a lot of time sitting and waiting for animals to do something. Yeah. And you can't make them do anything. They will not do the thing you want them to do. You just have to wait. Yeah. And like in your case, let's say you're out there looking for those birds you were talking about. What do you want them to do? And, and how likely is it, is it that they'll do that thing that you want? Um, with the falcons, I want to get a good shot of them flying. Yeah. So what I'll do is uh, if I see them in a tree branch, I'll sit there and point the camera at them and I'll wait. And my camera is set so that when I hold down the shutter button, it takes like five photos all at once. Right. So as soon as they move, I go, ah, snap, 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 snap. And then I cross my fingers. And I hope that there's a picture of it, like, with its wings stretched out, looking really cool. Uh, so far, that hasn't happened yet. So and I have a lot of blurry pictures of birds on my phone <laughs> or on my, on my camera. I was thinking it'd be cool if there was a way, you know, because all these cameras have little remote uh, triggers now. So you yeah, can you yeah. know, do that. So you have less of that movement problem. But if you're birding... And you're really focused in on the bird, but you, all hands on deck. It's not like you, I mean, yeah. you put it between your knees. Like, what are you going to do? You can't, you're not going to do a little <laughs> Kegel exercise to set off the, yeah. the shutter. I have my, I have my camera set up on my tripod, uh, tripod pointing at the tree. Yeah. And I was just, uh, just staring at it for a while. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You well, can't, you can't not cause the bird will fly away in like three seconds. Then you look up at the, it's, you, you read Twitter for a moment. You look up the bird's gone. Right. Like, oh, oh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like and then the you one. don't know where the bird is. That's the worst. It flew off, and you're like, "Well, now I don't even know where it is." I like the ones right. that are. I like the ones in those videos, like the Attenborough videos, where like a, a weasel or a seal or something will end up on the guy's head because he's holding yeah. so still and has been there so long. He's yep. just part of the furniture. I love that. I think that's so great. Now I want to see you doing that. I want to see Bill with like a a happy little bird bouncing around on his head. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, good advice. If that sounds fun, it's so funny. I was just talking to Kim about this because we were noticing these new kind of birds around the lake we've never seen before and we don't know if they're if they were brought there if they migrated there themselves like we just have all these questions and they're really loud and cool they have orange heads 
And we thought, oh, it'd be cool if we had a camera where we could just like shoot that. And then here you are talking about it two days later. Hey, look at that. Insane. In the membrane. All right, let's uh, let's uh, get a bonus link out of you. Let's squeeze that out of you. What do you got this Yeah, week? got a YouTube video. This is from a channel I just found called Alp- A-L-P-A-Y. Alpe Effie. Alpe. He's an artist, a painter. Um, there are There's a, a handful of artists on YouTube who are doing this uh, collaboration where one of them painted oh, yeah. part of a painting and then mailed the canvas to the next person. They painted another part of it. And so on. It's almost done. This guy just added his part, and then it's going off to one more person to get finished, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, but it's been a really cool project over the last couple of months to see it come together. Each person adds their own bit to it. So we and do it's this, been a great way to learn about new artists on YouTube. We do this game around here with me and Carter and Nick and others, whoever's around. We'll, we'll basically pass uh, you know, an iPad and a pencil around and do this very thing. We call it add-on. And it's super simple and easy, but man, passing around a canvas, a whole big canvas, yeah, from with place paint to place, on yeah. it, like you're not, and you're also you're you're not doing anything you can undo, right? Yeah, that's that's intense. That's a big deal. That's cool. I want to. I'm yeah. gonna watch this whole thing. But it looks like some of the principles are the same. It's like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna put something weird here, and then you're gonna have to figure out what to do next with it. And, right. Exactly. Yeah, yep. I love, totally, yeah, love that kind of thing. So very very cool. Oh, and they left him a chunk at the top to work in. There you go. I That's see. great. Yeah, I love it. I want that on my wall. That'd be rad. I know. I think when they're done, they're gonna do prints and stuff, and I think it's gonna be a charity thing too, which is pretty neat. Ah, oh, it's really huh. cool. Very very cool. Uh, so go wow, check that out. Freaky as hell. <laughs> this piece. Of- yeah, it is pretty freaky. Uh, I'll pay, the colors are awesome though. I love that. Yeah, they are. I'll pay F.A. on uh, on the uh, YouTuber there business, and they can also find Bill over there at Punish Props and PunishProps.com. Bill, have a great week, and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. bye. Should do one of these with uh, with you, Carter, uh, Dunaway, Steve Hamaker. Uh, you. Joel Duggan. You. Yeah, whatever. Dude, whatever. I've seen you draw. <laughs> you are better than than you think. You're You're actually, I mean, I know you're good. I already know you. It's just a matter Duh. of oh, you're crazy. We're both maybe we're both shitty at actual canvases though. Because maybe I that's am. it. Yeah, actually, I'm definitely shitty at canvases. I used to be. Can okay, we do? But... Can we do just a sheet of cold press? Yeah, let's do a sheet <laughs> of cold press. It's an added envelope. A lot better. Yeah, let's do some. Oh uh, yeah, Audi, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I get Audi involved. Like a couple other uh, dudes yeah. in the community who all uh, dudes and ladies who like to draw and paint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be really cool. Um, all right, there's your good times with Bill. And that is kind of the end of the show because uh, what's his name's not here to, this week. What's his name? <laughs> Steven Schleicher. He's at the DMV. I think he'd much rather <laughs> be uh, here on the show with us than be hanging out at the DMV with his son today. Pretty much guaranteed. Um, yeah. However, we don't like to leave you empty-handed, and so we won't. We're going to play, much to my chagrin, another edition of me freaking out playing Resident <laughs> Evil Eight. Now, this is the fourth edition of, or the fourth uh, portion of that game playthrough. Uh, tonight it was the sixth, so uh, the, the actual live play tonight with me and John, and I think we're done after this one. I'm pretty sure we're going to beat it tonight. So if you've missed any of that series, it's up on YouTube, and Jamie's been putting together this awesome thing. So we're gonna we're gonna play it. Uh, I think I probably say shit a lot here. Um, you think? Yeah, there's probably a lot shit. of sort of oh, oh shit, no, 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 shit. No, that sort of thing. Me screaming, yeah. who knows? But uh, listen and find out in part four of Scott Plays Resident Evil 8. <laughs>
It's time to get upright. It's time to kill the monkey on the Muppet Show tonight. Happy Mandapel Adventure. What is this throbbing bullshit here? Shit! Oh my shit! Gosh dang it, what the hell is this? Oh shit! Did you see that? John! Pigs! Man rare pig. Hold on. Fish! Oh shit! Shit! No 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 no! Shitholes! Shitholes! Get off, dick! Shit! Shit monkeys! What is that? Who we got? Who we got? Look at his little hosey thing in the back! Wow, he's that. Shit balls! Okay. Oh shit! Do you ever find that you like to cook chicken? Shit monkeys. Ew, that's foul. Shit balls. Magnum. That's for condoms. Oh, shit. Now I can open the sluice gate. Shit, my eyes, dude. Shit. 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 <laughs> what is this? <laughs> That's a big testicle, dude. Mermaid ball. Right in the tail feathers, dick. Oh, no, 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 no. Shit. Oh, shit. Shit monkeys. Gosh dang it. I'm taking the thing out of your crotch. <gasps> shit. It came running at me. Dick. Ooh, he just humped toward me. Come here. Come here, pig. Come here, you dick. Come here. Fire at me, dick. Ooh, baldy, baldy, magaldy. Oh, 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 shit. Shit, 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 shit. Shit. Shit on me. Shit on me. Shit on me. Shit on me. Please die. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yes. Why was your battle cry shit on me? I don't know. <laughs> shit monkeys. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Ah! <laughs> Get away. Get away. All right, Eyeball Junior. Lo, 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 lo. I gotta be. What'd he say? I'm the best? Yeah. <laughs> That's so dumb. I'm the best. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> I've been getting crap about that shit on me all week. So yeah, with with good reason. That feels like a uh, weird thing to to utter <laughs> in, in times of peril. <laughs> well, somebody pointed out, and J.K. Grammar, I bet, could be the guy to find this real fast. But uh, I said, uh, or somebody found the movie clip from a movie we saw for Film Sack, where I yelled shit, or where the character yells shit on me while he's getting killed or oh, chased really? or something. <laughs> And it made me think maybe subconsciously that's where I where that got pulled from. Oh, is this it? Third illusion. All right, let's play it. Wow. The crow, okay, yeah. Yeah, so the crow. We would watch that forever ago. Yeah. Um, and here's that guy yelling that. So here you go. Gold. You're looking for a coroner. Shit for brains. Okay, shoots at the crow. And the crow heals. Oh shit. Oh, shit on me. Shit on me. Shit on me! <laughs> All right, so I think that's maybe it. Wow, I, maybe that's I, bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. When I saw that, I've kind of flipped out a little because I was like, "Oh, okay, now I get it." That is, that is my favorite REM song, by the way. Is uh, "Shit on oh, Me." Oh, "Shit on yeah. Me" was amazing. Yeah. That yeah. was all part of uh, "Automatic for oh, the People." Shit on me, don't <laughs> shit on me. It's the end. Of shit, the shit on me. Uh. <laughs> yeah, see. 
That's exactly yeah. it. All right. Well, I got to give that to John because I don't think he's seen that yet. But uh, he'll he'll laugh his head off because he thinks it's so weird that I would say that. Now I feel like I've been a little vindicated. Our brains are weird. We pull out old bit. memories. Yeah. Perhaps that was it. A little bit. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, and a reminder there at the end here. Tiny.url. Uh, sorry. Yes. Tinyurl.com slash Jamie Family Fun. Go help him out. He uh, is awesome. Yeah, with a D. Yeah. With a D. Uh, the Family Fun GoFundMe will happen later, but the fund is for now. <laughs> and again, thanks to J.K. Grammer for uh, spearheading that. Uh, he's... Yeah, really just like 150 bucks away from the, the goal. So oh, we'll getting, get there in no getting time. Getting that, uh, yeah. that, uh, that, that emergency surgery taken care of. Yeah, so. let's get over that hump, you guys, and help our old pal out. Um, what a beautiful family, by the way, that Jamie has. Oh, yeah, they're great. Look at those kids. Come on now. I just want to just hang out with his kids. Forget Jamie. Let's just hang out with his kids. <laughs> just kidding, Jamie. I just, I'm a sucker for, for cool kids and great parents, and you guys seem like you're awesome. Absolutely. So, well yes. done. All right. Uh, we're out of here. A reminder to the fine folks at home that the show is not free. Um, it may seem to some of you that it is, but it's really on the backs of those who support us at Patreon. Without them, we wouldn't have a show. So, if you want cool stuff in the mail every month, if you want constant bonus content every day of the week that we do a show, if you want free shows all the time and extra stuff, that's how you get it. So go take yeah. advantage of our poor planning and sign up today. Patreon.com slash TMS. And for everything else, song requests, whatever you're looking for, frogpants.com slash TMS. And if you're trying to email us, that's super simple in 2021. Just send us an email, themorningstream at gmail.com. All right, Brian. True. I all believe that that's true. all the tail end of the business of the show. Unless right. you have anything. Except for one oh. more thing. Yeah, tell us about the play date, please. This Friday play date. Yes, uh, the day before I go on a 78-mile bike ride, like a fool, <laughs> uh, we're going to play some games with you guys uh, for patrons and for non-patrons. Uh, Tuesday, I'm sorry, Tuesday, Friday at 2 p.m. I was putting the two <laughs> the in two, the day. Right. Yeah. Uh, Friday, the 25th of June at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. We're going to be doing a uh, Frog Pants play date. So uh, come join us. Play games with us. Do all that fun stuff. And uh, uh, we'd love to see you there. Yeah, it'll be great. I'm very much looking forward to it. And uh, a tiny reminder that that uh, should be obvious, but maybe it's not for some. That means no p.m. on Friday. That'll be this instead. As a result, I'm going to see if I can get Dan to come join us if he's around. I don't know if he oh, will be. Oh, perfect. Yes. Love to love to bring Dan in on some of these and uh, possibly other friends if they're around. But one way or the other, for sure, uh, 2 p.m. this Friday. So it's our monthly play date. Come join us if you would. And I think that probably means we have uh, Gidget Thursday. I haven't actually we, didn't, we would normally, but we don't this time around. She will be joining us on the 8th of July. Okay, perfect. So two weeks from thursday that's a good time because i'll be gone the thursday before that for okay. my family well, the first reunion. of july right yeah so so anyway. many family reunions it's a lot going on everybody got vaxxed man we're just we're right. everybody can do their shit again i guess a little bit somewhat kind of for those who can't i apologize for making it sound so flippant but uh yeah some some of us are Hopefully trying anyway there's a couple of not vaxxers yeah. who are coming to this and i Oh, I'm all out of things to tell them, so I just yeah. sort of show up and tell them I hope they don't get it and spread it, and you know, have them not be part of the problem. That would be that would right. be cool. Right. I don't know what you're doing down there, Arizona, but why all these Arizona people are convinced that they don't need to do it? I don't know what you're doing. What are you doing down there? Ah, uh, 
excessive heat kills the virus. The sun will kill it. You don't need to worry about it. Yeah, Yeah. we didn't have some of the worst cases ever last year. It'll (laughs) kill it. All right. uh, That's it. We're done. Song from you, please. Okay. Jesse Miller wrote in and said, uh, my son Wyatt turns six years old. He loves Tom Petty. That's awesome. Uh, musical taste, by the way, for a six-year-old, yeah, I gotta say. love that. He loves Tom Petty and will often sing what he is saying in the, to the tune of Running Down a Dream. Cracks me up every time. <laughs> so with that being said, happy birthday, Wyatt. Do-do. Happy birthday, birthday Wyatt. Do-do. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Wyatt. Do-do. There you go. There you go. That's happy birthday uh, to you. Take that, Wyatt. There you go. It's even better. Uh, This is a cover by the band Murder by Death. These guys are awesome. They come to Colorado every Halloween and do shows at... the the Shining Hotel, the uh, the one up in Estes Park, the Stanley that inspired the the book. Uh, Murder by Death is great for their Kickstarter in 2019. They let people who supported them choose what covers they wanted to hear the band do. This is one of them from the As You Wish Kickstarter covers Volume Three. Here's Murder by Death and Running Down a Dream. See you guys tomorrow.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You like your lasagna? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, you like it? You like it? I like my lasagna. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.